Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flicks Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing Netflix's 10th film, the 2016 comedy drama Tulua, directed by Sian Heater, starring Alan Page, Alison Janney, and Tammy Blanchard. Welcome to our 10th episode. 10! 10! Nice. We made it! We've done it! They said we Big could join. <laughs> I can't believe we made 10 of <laughs> After some of the quality of some of the films we've watched, Jeez, we've, we've stuck through it, haven't oh, we? It's amazing. Uh, this one has saved us a little bit. I think I knew it was. We had a bit of a milestone. If, if this, our last two films have been so bad, to come in on this one, I, I feel like we're, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. I've still got the taste of ramen nam in my mouth. I would not want to taste that movie. So. <laughs> Just keep sipping that beer. You'd be right. <laughs> if that movie was a taste. Oh wow! All right. Let's get it kicked off. Let's let's start and head around the table and we'll do our quick flicks. I'm oh, sorry, fast flicks, where we're going to do our little summary of our films. <laughs> Hita, hit us off with your little summary, please. Thanks, Jesse. All right, so Tulua, a drifter searching for her boyfriend, finds herself one day babysitting for an unfit mother. She kidnaps the baby, lies to her boyfriend's mother that it's his, so she'll take them in and tries to raise the stolen child while developing a bond with her boyfriend's mother. Nice. Mm, very nice. Thanks, okay. mate. Um, a charming, witty, and at sometimes uncomfortable narrative about three women whose lives are radically transformed by an impulsive act. A character-driven story aided by a couple of Hollywood stars to help successfully build an emotional connection. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, good. All right. So, I like that. a young girl is struggling with her life and falls into a situation where she steals a child under good pretenses. This leads to her connecting with her boyfriend's mother, who also has her own struggles. The two build a close bond over this child, but that child will need to return home at some stage, and with that return, bring consequences. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> did, did you guys read the IMDb synopsis for this film? I did. So I, I read nothing it. Like. I read it after I watched the film. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was just on IMDb. Desperate to be rid of her toddler, a dissatisfied Manhattan housewife hires a stranger to babysit and ends up getting much more than she bargained for. I could, <laughs> I read it before I saw the movie, and after you know a bit of the movie, I'm like, this is not what I was expecting well, at all. I couldn't believe it when I read that afterwards. I was like, this, that's it's, it's I mean, di- it's a different movie. I don't think the movie, the crux of the movie, is about Carolyn being desperate to be rid of no, her toddler. That's, that, that's yeah, mm, it's, it, it's no, that's not the crux. No, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no. Like, it was a strange little summary there for obviously if people are jumping on to see what this movie's like, hey, let's let's read the little <laughs> yeah. bio. It, it, it doesn't bad. give you a good picture of what no. the movie's going to be. Someone's got to jump on IMDb and, and get them to change that. So for me, I didn't want to fall into the same um, pit that I fell in with uh, Brahman Naman and had no idea what the film was about. So I saw the title for this film. I saw Tallulah and I was like, okay, I'm not going to look up anything about this film, but what does that word mean? Uh, well, okay. Yeah, so... Google search before I watch it. Huh? It's a name. I know. I understand. <laughs> I understand it's the name of the Sounds character. Right. However, Tallulah <laughs> is a Native American word meaning leaping water. So going in, knowing that this movie connected a lot better with me than because we'll get into it, but there is so much to do with that actual name of her t- character throughout this film. So did you look up rebirth? last week and get the meaning because <laughs> that might have helped you with I kind of start kind of, uh, kind of know what rebirth <laughs> means but I tell you what no I did, like this definitely um, knowing what Tallulah means okay has made me have a deeper appreciation for this film did you read yeah. the synopsis on IMDB before it's very interesting that, no, that would have thrown you no, yeah. I, I try to go cold into these films yeah, but no, it's Tallulah I was like okay this seems like a, a word I need to know the meaning of before watching the film so That's very interesting. So we will, um, as we get into it, we're going to have a chat about water, and I've got lots of things to talk Can't about. Can't wait for your discussion film. on water. Sounds like Beast of No Nation. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was rain. That was rain. Rain. <laughs> rain was Beast of No Nation. It's all, it's this... all water. You, you love your water films now. Ah, oh, the water. The theme of water is so much. All right, we'll go with Waterworld after this. <laughs> Kevin Costner, please. No, no. All right. There's lots we can talk about with the the production of this film. I think. Um, Lots and lots. Um, this film is another one that had its premiere at Sundance. Yeah. So I feel like Netflix had a good year this year by picking up a few films. Um, did have a theatrical release. Um, so this is, you know, it's been a while since we've had a Netflix film that actually got a, a cinematic release. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not, Netflix obviously put it online in July 2016. They did. They actually, um, they acquired the rights to it before it premiered at Sundance. Good. Mm. Well, yeah, if I'd have seen a screener of this, I probably would have picked it up too. Yeah, mm. yeah, they went early and went, no, we 
like, I guess, yeah, they, they like what they were going to, yeah. Good. Um, so this is the third film with Alan Page and um, Alison... Yeah, Alison Jenny. Jenny. Yep. So they're in Juno together. The other one was called Touchy Feely. I haven't seen that one. So I believe Juno, they were the same relationship, weren't they? Kind of like mother-in-law. I know technically not in-law. Yeah. But she yeah. was the yeah, mother, same relationship. mother of the partner. Same relationship, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do you think of Juno? Um, I like Juno. Uh, yeah, I say, I probably, haven't, great. probably haven't seen it in about... Probably since it came out. What was that, 2006? Yeah. Do you know? Seven. Yep. Seven, seven. Yep. So it's been... I'm probably the same. Yeah, I've probably been seen in about 10 years, but I definitely remember I liked it at the time. Michael Sarah was in his sweet Ma- spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellen Page blew everyone away. She did. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons was pretty big then as well because he was the father. Yeah. Was he was cool. the father of Michael Sarah, wasn't he? No, I think it was Juno. No? He always called her Junebug. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Right. Um, so this was written and directed by Sian Hader. And it was a spin-off of her, of her short, short film mm. called Mother. And, written and directed. Written again, again, again. There we go. What again. Now that's about seven yeah, of ten, eight I, of ten. Uh, no, I think it's five of ten. Five of ten. Oh. We're, we're so the, strike right now. the short film was about a homeless woman um, who was forced to babysit a toddler with an irresponsible mother at the hotel. So very similar sort of, I guess, the middle crux of the film or that mm. what leads to what happens in this film is yeah. based on that short film. The sequence where Tallulah first encounters Madison and her mother in the hotel suite is reused almost word for word from that script. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she literally mm, so just ripped literally off her own word. Yeah. <laughs> and just kind of expanded on that. But I believe um, Sean Heater was a, a, a nanny or a babysitter in a past life and a lot of this was not based on a story that happened to her, but I think based on situations where she saw some unfit mothers. And yeah, based on the, of, of, I guess, yeah, the, the behaviour of some yeah. of the, the parents she was babysitting for, which is just disturbing to well, think Well, in her about. head, she's like, I've got to get this yeah. baby out of here. So. Yeah, I, think, I think there was one where she said she went home and just started crying because she wished she took that baby. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, this is kind of how this movie came about, which is really just kind of a worrying and disturbing kind of thought. Yeah, th- that story, I think, was um, she was babysitting a toddler um, in a Beverly Hills hotel. Mm. Um, because the mother wanted to go have an affair, sort of like this film. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And she's what happens in this film? And said, yeah. Um, so she, the the director said that she based the the film on her perception of women who probably know that they shouldn't have kids, but they do it anyway. Yeah. And yeah, I th- that runs throughout this film the whole way. I think um, with multiple, yeah, at least two of the characters. I suppose it's something close to her heart. First and only feature length film, so it's a big big thing to bite off straight away but mm. um, she does it well because I guess she cares about it enough I like that one of the things I found out was um, when they're in that there's lots of scenes in the park in this film but there was one scene where there was this homeless guy covered in the pigeons in the film mm. and that was actually filmed by Chris Columbus um, yeah, I did read that Home, yeah. Home Alone and mm. I think the first Harry Potter film um, yeah. so I thought that was pretty cool he comes visits the set and says yep I'm going to yeah. do a quick shot for you and put it in the film so that's I think he was um, on a location scout, scout at the time, so he wasn't even there for that film. Yeah, yeah. just visiting and yeah, saw it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Anything else that we learned about this film? I I obviously go on and check Rotten Tomatoes as usual. Yeah, eighty four percent critical approval, and this one had a lot more reviewers this than our past few. Fifty odd reviews for this one. Mm. That was enough to be robust. Mm. So eighty four is pretty pretty good. 69% audience liked it. They gave it 3.6 out of 5, so again, pretty positive. They used a couple of babies in this, uh, and the babies were around 15 months old. Yeah, two, yeah. two of them, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Mm. I heard an interview with Alan Page, they were talking about one of the scenes that they were talking about this 10 hour shoot, and she's like, no, no, we didn't use the same baby, baby. for 10 hours. Yes. <laughs> I really like in this film, like, um, I, I call it a guest appearance. Zachary Quinto was in, that, in this film as the. Um, the partner of like the gay relationship yep. in the film. Oh, yeah. um, Margot's ex-husband. Yeah, Margot's ex-husband partner, yeah. So I really liked that because in real life, Zachary Quinto's gay and I think it's good that you've actually got a gay guy playing a gay character mm-hmm. um, and I love his work. Like, um, I used to love Heroes, the okay, TV so show. Sila, was that his name? Sila, it was. Yeah, yeah I watched the first season of that. Um, Save the Chile. And I, the I'm a bit of a Star Trek fan, so I think he, he plays a good Spock as well. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I like that. Um, filmed in New York. Was. Um, couldn't find any... I didn't see it win any awards or anything like that. 
was nominated for nominated. the grand jury prize at Sundance. Sundance yeah. But that that was all I could find in terms would of awards be, as well. Would I be correct that Brahma Narman was also nominated? It was, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of thing. We, I'm not sure how serious we can take the nominations <laughs> for the grand jury prize because Brahma <laughs> Narman was nominated for a grand yeah. jury prize. So That's the, they're up against okay. each other. I think maybe we'll... every movie gets nominated for a grand jury prize that premieres at Sundance. <laughs> we need to make sure the rest of this episode there are no Brahman references because I, I feel like we're getting uh, we're banned from that. No, no more Brahman. Oh, yeah, no more Brahman Narman in this episode. All right, that's all right. Fine. Let's cross out my notes. And, uh... <laughs> yep. Oh, there's a page gone. I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah, damn it. Um, <laughs> were there like characters? They. I think that the characters in this film are really, really good. I think a, they couldn't have um, cast better people in most of these roles. Two amazing acting performances from the main. Yeah, so the main two. Yeah, Alan Page. Fan to Alan Page and um, Alison Jenny. Yep. That were fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Gr- really good performances. Unsurprisingly, though. Like, it's not surprising. Alison no. Jenny doesn't really do many bad roles. No. Um, and I, I, I'm this, I, I spoke to some people about this afterwards, about Alan Page. I'm like, Alan Page, yeah, she's good and everything. And, and there's a bit, a few more mixed reviews about her. But yeah. I haven't really seen her do a bad role either. I find her really good. She's great in this. I really, I, I, say, I, I probably haven't <laughs> seen a lot of Ellen Page from, from memory, but this this was fantastic. I thought she was brilliant. Mm. I thought that the actress that played Carolyn... Oh, that's the other one, yeah. Yeah, I thought her first scene was amazing. I thought, like, you know, it's all about, you know, the superficial and being, you know, all that being hot and her looks mm. and those sorts of things. And I thought she played that, that scene perfectly, but... That scene as well, like Alan Page with that kid, the the two kids that played Maddie, like I don't know whether that was more Alan Page being able to just coax them and yeah, yeah do what they should. But those kids, I thought, did an awesome job of playing that baby, like running around with the beer bottles and <laughs> you know just, that was just good. doing. That's hard because yeah, you just hard. never know when but, the shot's going to be the right shot. Yeah. And they always say, like you know, in in film, you never work with children or animals because yeah. they're the two hardest things yeah. to work with in a film. It's unpredictable so, what they're yeah, going to do. Exactly. So yeah, I thought Alan Page was really good with those with mm. with the kids in that film. I think I think I read an interview where Alan Page she was quite worried because she doesn't really deal with toddlers and kids that much. She was worried about how I guess because she is a large interaction in the film with with the toddler, but, but how she was going to go with it. She was good. Good yeah. job, I thought. Real yeah. good. Um, the director. Did you guys see any other work? Because I thought the, it was quite interesting. The big the one is Orange and the New Black. Orange and the New Black and Glow. I don't know if I've watched a couple episodes of Glow. Both I, Netflix, both Netflix now. shows, both strong female um, led shows. And so Orange is the New Black, mm. women in prison. Yep. Glow is about women's wrestling. And then you put her in a, a film like this where you've got these two pretty strong characters. Um, Every male yeah. character in this film is completely secondary. And to be honest, gets in the way. Totally agree. So obvious. Um, you look at Nico, mm. obviously the bellman, the guy in the hotel, the bellman, yeah, obviously, yeah. and obviously the, the ex-husband. The ex-husband <laughs> is is just a burden to her now, mm. and the way he sort of broke her. And um, every male character in this film completely secondary. Totally agree, and I mm. yeah, I I think yeah, really well cast this film. Yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point you make about Tammy Blanchard because I'm as, when I started watching the scene with her first scene, I honestly. I didn't know that obviously they were going to take the baby away and it was mm. going to be the main plot line. But I thought she was just going to be this blowaway character that we, we see for a scene and then off she goes. And she really grew on me when I started. And this may be on me more than anything. When I started to realize how important that she was and how important her role was. Because mm-hmm. she had that real like Blanche Dubois type character yeah. where she was real fleeting and didn't really know what was going on. And um, But incredible character development for her um, yeah and like you said before as well the males in her life were yeah. literally nothing even well. the cops the even cops, the detectives yeah. um, and the only detective but, that we liked was the, the female but even at the start oh, like she walked in and goes is this a joke you've sent a female detective who's pregnant and you're investigating my missing yeah. child like mm. even then like it was more yeah I, I, I didn't even like that cop either. But I, I like the fact that she was she, a DHS worker. Sorry, yeah, she was child protection. Child protection, child protection. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, yes. Yeah, child protection, yeah. I like yeah, that she the cop was, was calling, the main guy. She was calling her out, though, but no one else was really calling her out. She's sitting yeah. there just like, do you even care about this kid? Because as an audience, you, you know how yeah, much you she know. didn't care. Yeah. yeah. But do you think that she grew to care? Or that's, not really? In that's the where I'm... No. We're, we're supposed to think that she did. Yeah. Um, I... 
the scene with her and Margot talking yeah. in the kitchen. On, on the, yeah, I, I think I think that one there just just make, just makes you realize that no, like I think she's she's upset and worried, I guess, because of what her husband think. thinks of her. But I, I don't think she's grown in terms of caring for the kid just based on that scene where she's talking but to I Margot. Think, I think we're supposed to think. I think that's the scene. Yeah, they played that out. We're for supposed you. to yeah. go, and I didn't quite get mm. there with that. Yeah, and that's there's a few things that didn't sit well with me beyond that. Um, mainly right at the end when um, Tallulah's in the cop car and she smiles. See, I love that. But she smiles. Obviously, obviously, it was nice having Margot come there and be like, I'm going to sort this out for you. And she's got this new sense of family. But she cared deeply for Madison. And Madison was going back to the mother. And I feel like, how are you going to smile unless you think that she's ready to have her child back again? The smiling was more from the cop's comment, from the detective's comment. Which, the, the, which, that, I, which I really I thought, loved. I thought it's that was a my, really bad comment. Oh, I, so I, I, I loved that. But the smile, but the smile was so much more than what was happening inside that vehicle. Like it, it was a wider look and where where I'm at right now. And I, I got the vibe that she was smiling because Madison's mum, Carolyn, she does care about her daughter. She's back with her mum. It actually all kind of worked out. And I didn't feel that um, as an audience member that that's how. Carolyn had come full circle, but I think that's what we're supposed to think. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to think that. Um, scenes, what stood out? Because I feel like this, we could be talking for a while because <laughs> I felt there was a lot of really good scenes in this film. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, say, what are the scenes I liked were towards the end? So, did you want? It? Is there anything well, to start? When, you they, go when with? they take the baby, when she takes Madison mm. for the first yep. time, I, I that was deeply uncomfortable watching that scene. I, I, I. I I didn't think she was going to do it. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, where, where does this go? You live in a, you live in a van. Um, and I didn't know that, I didn't know the story was, was heading in that direction either. Uh, I felt so uncomfortable watching that. Not, not because it was a bad scene, just morally. It was just, I, I didn't see well with me at all. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could see that she saw herself in that baby. So, and she wanted to protect that baby and look after that baby. And I'll, when we talk a little bit more about the theme of water, which I've, I've promised we're going to talk about, I think I'll, I'll explain that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I really liked the... I think we've seen... Well, a lot of the films we've looked at so far, there's been a lot of... My criticism has been on technology and how the filmmakers have just decided to completely ignore you know, GPS tracking or looking at internet, whereas I feel like this one did a really good job with the security cameras throughout the film like as soon as she gets in the lift with the baby she's watching that security camera going okay my face is on there mm-hmm. and then she goes into the store where she gets the nappies and steals the pram and the security camera is looking there so I, I thought that was like a really good way of um you know making sure that we know as an audience that she's being followed where there's it's no cop out is there? no no yeah. cop out at all because that's how they work out who she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to me, I really liked that and I thought that was a really, really good way of going through the film. She was yeah. still pretty blasé about just wandering around in public though. Yeah. I thought she yeah. might have done a better job of that because by the end it's, of it, like it was a pretty big news story. But yeah. New, New York's a big city. Yeah, I know, but it's a big city where everyone watching the news and yeah. understands that there's, some, there's this girl yeah. that's stolen a baby. She wasn't trying to do, be conspicuous or anything yeah. about trying to hide the fact she's walking along the street with a baby that is all over the place over the news yeah. and newspapers, yeah. which is one thing that I didn't like about, about the film and the fact that I can't believe she wasn't caught before then because of how blase she was about it. It was over the newspapers, on the news. I, I, I found it a bit uh, kind of far-fetched that she wasn't caught before she was. Yep, but that's completely not talking about scenes. Yeah, <laughs> right, we'll give us another scene. Oh, in scenes, look, I'm, I'll say from the start, I'm, I, I, I like this movie. I, I thought the first hour for me was a bit slow and boring, but I really enjoyed probably the last kind of 30, 40 minutes. I, I really enjoyed kind of the, the end sequence that kind of starts out in the hospital where to, like she, she can't fill out the forms and, and Nico steps in, he's going to give the cover story, tells her to go, the train station call to Margot and then going back with the police arriving. That whole kind of sequence from there, I really liked that. I was that so glad ending. she went back. Mm, yeah, I really liked that. The, the, the whole sequence there was, was, was really good. Well, going back to almost... You know, it's her acknowledging that she's going to have to accept responsibility yeah. for her actions. And she's yeah. changed because the old Tallulah would have just gone and trained and been off and yeah. never been seen again. Yeah, they never would have found her. No, exactly, because no one knew who she was. And hmm. I think that no- I noticed the first time that she does meet Carolyn in that room, 
I think Tallulah likes being the most messed up person in a room. And I think she kind of like hangs mm-hmm. her hat on that. Even with Nico, when she's like, let's go to India. And he's like, oh, let's settle down and be normal. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be normal. And I think when she realized that Carolyn was legitimately all over the place and wasn't responsible for a child, it made her think about herself and, and her morals as if like, maybe I'm not that messed up. Maybe I actually can play a bigger part in society than what I am doing. Yeah. <sighs> that's definitely towards the end but because at the start when she has that baby she's ready to take the money and run yeah, she's, from yeah, she's already Nico's stealing money like, yeah, with the baby's there yeah and she was like she literally went out mm. into that van and the cut they wouldn't start properly so but in that very first scene where she first sees a baby and she's like oh should she be going over to the window should she yeah. be having that yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's she, definitely she automatic I'm like that's yeah. not the Tallulah to- to- no. we've seen so yeah, far no, she's looking she took responsibility straight away yeah. Yeah. yeah I really liked um, and didn't happen until the back end of the film the flashbacks of the story where Tallulah met Nico. Mm. And oh, I love that. I love that. I thought mm. that was a really good reveal as it goes through, like, um, you know, tied it up really well. Like, yes, we start off with a film with him and her, but yeah, I liked how the back end sort of explained how they came together. That explained place. more about Margot than anything else. Yeah. I think that's where I learned, you learn the most about Margot's backstory, about how she's come to be where she is and how her husband's cheated on her. Cheated on her. Did he cheat on her, or did he just? I think he, I, he, he did, did cheat. Did. And he, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but either yeah. way, I, yeah, I, I thought that's. I actually, I, I, I wanted more tour and Nico scenes. I wanted to to see more of that of the connection they developed in there. I would, I would have loved a lot more. I don't of, think of there those, was of enough of a connection though. That's yeah. The thing. Well, and, see, the, the, yeah. Sorry, that's no, the thing. I mean, he's like she. She's traveling across, you know, the countryside to New York to look for him and go to his mother. So to me, that seems like you know there was quite a connection there. So I wanted to see more of them building that. Uh, so, so, so I guess to give me a reason as to why she decides she'll go to his mother's house to, to find him. As opposed to where else would she have gone? His... Well, I, I guess if, I guess j- just forget about him and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But obviously there was a connection that she wanted to chase him. Yeah. I, I, I guess I wanted to see a more True. backstory of how that connection developed. And obviously, you know, she's a drifter. She's just kind of drifting around as to why she didn't just go, all right, well, I'll just move on somewhere else and, you know, we'll rob some people and do that. goes back to that. The, the male mm-hmm. characters in yeah. the film not mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. as important. And, yeah. Yeah, like, they, they didn't worry about developing that relationship because yeah. it wasn't important. Cause yeah. I, I, I just really enjoyed, I guess, the in the park and on the pier, the, those flashbacks. I really liked them. I would like to see more of, yeah. them, of them together. Maybe, you know, some more scenes like at the start where she's doing that bottle, I guess, more scenes of how they lived as drifters mm. and kind of homeless people that, kind of thing. That first, the first flashback was like in the, like you said, in the park mm. where, where they're sitting there and he comes and sits there. And yeah, the... That sort of almost confused me a little bit. Cause Definitely I, confused me. I was so confused. Because start, it was yeah. like she had the baby with her. Yeah. At the, the first shot, yeah. the baby was there. And then it cuts it to him, to her yeah. and Nico. I'm like, okay, That's so is this happening yeah. now? Yeah. So it did a really good they job. They did it really well. Really well yeah. to be like, okay, is this happening now or is it happening in the past? And then obviously yeah. as the, the scenes progress, you work it out. But I thought that was really well Initially, done. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Nico. And then secondly, mm. I'm like, He's pretty chill like, yeah. about the fact that she's sitting there <laughs> with a baby there. And yeah. then it slowly clicked. That, that was a great scene and put together really well. Yeah, I went on about that flashback. Yeah. Well right, what other scenes have we got that, uh, that stood out? Oh, look, I, I've done before, I really liked that end bit in, in the police car yep. with a detective where he turns around and says, so you make a habit of taking toddlers into protective custody. I really kind of um, like that. Um, kind of just see it as the, as the um, detective being kind of like, you know, I know that she was an unfit mother, uh, an unfit mother, and you know you thought you were doing the right thing to try and protect it, but you know it's my job to to catch you've committed the crime. But I, th- I thought, and again, I thought the reason why she smiled was because it was kind of him acknowledging to her is that you know the mother wasn't great, and you, I, I know that you tried to do your best. Cool. I did not. We, I feel like yeah. the detective way too much credit. Uh, so cool. I, the way he delivered that dialogue to yeah. me, I was, was like, big. yeah, he was oh, being, he was being yeah. a, a I, bad guy. I, see, I, I really liked it. I thought he was, he was doing right by her. Because, I mean, straight away, and I cannot believe I'm making a connection with this film and the Boondock Saints, but I went straight to the Boondock Saints in, in this film. Have you, have you, I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen... That, but that movie is essentially about two Irish brothers who go around killing bad people, mobsters, drug deals and stuff. And a detective is trying to chase them, but he's kind of morally conflicted because he believes kind of what they're doing is right. And there's a scene in that, in that film where he's talking to a priest in confession and he says, it's ethics. I put evil men behind bars, but the law has miles of red tape and loopholes for these guys to slip through. I found out there are these two young men who fix the situation with an iron fist as if they as if they have God's permission, but what they do is wrong, and I should arrest them technically. But in this day and age, I believe what they do is necessary. I feel it's correct. And straight away, when he says that line, I kind of felt 
back to Boondock Saints where he's kind of like, you know, th- this mother is an awful mother. She, she shouldn't be raising this child. And while Tawua has committed the crime and kidnapped this baby, this baby obviously has a much better life, I think, being raised by this girl. So I, I thought he was kind of, you know, trying to say, hey, you know, I... Good thing, mate. I like what you've you done is wrong. Good, good connection. You've committed the crime and I have, it's my job to arrest you, but I see what you did and, you know, I'm... I feel like if they see were, why you if did it, if that connection would have made or been a lot better if then there was another scene where it showed him him doing her, anything him yeah. helping her mm. somewhere, well, somewhere. I, I, so, I that, yeah that's that's how I saw that I know it's, it's, it's often a bit of a tangent no, a tangent no, that's, 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 what, that's what's good about that's this what I went, we that's, want to be that's what I went to we want to make we want to make this connection I actually thing. think the exact opposite to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I think that was another way of highlighting that male smugness of a guy who did absolutely nothing to get her back and he looks at her as if like I got you when he did nothing to do it. And that is that is the best thing about three different people mm-hmm. watching a film is that yeah. there is no right or wrong answer with a film. You, uh, can, you can come in and take a different interpretation and you, no one's wrong because that's what film's supposed to do. So I guess Beautiful. I, I guess then to your, you know, because I, I was just taken back by the words you said of taking it into protective custody, not kind of kidnapping like Tua was yeah. taking this child into protective custody. So I guess I didn't see him as him saying, hey, I've got you for kidnapping. You know, I've got you because but he was so taken into police. As he said, yes, different ways of completely said that different. And I think they would have fleshed out that character a mm. bit more if they were if he was sort of down that line of thinking. Because he was a bit of a pig the whole the whole movie. I must not they already had about I'm, three lines. I must admit I'm a fan I'm a fan of him as an actor, so that probably <laughs> plays into that probably plays into why I liked I liked his character. Well, if we're talking about him, because he was my IMDB, because I've gone when I saw him, I was like, ah, Detective Richards. And I was like, okay, I thought he was from Gotham. I had in my head, I'm like, you're he from is. Gotham, you're from Gotham. He is. he is. He's the crime boss. Okay, good. Gotham. But then I looked it up and I was like, no, he's from Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was from Dexter as I, well. I know him from Gotham. And okay, he was from Gotham. All right, good. Bloodline as well. So you, you didn't see Gotham? No, I didn't see Gotham. I, like, I was like, oh, he's from Dexter. It makes sense. The whole now. purpose of this segment is how good IMDb is for finding oh, out these things. He, I was like, I'm sure he was from Gotham. He's one of the two rival mob bosses. Yeah, that's Gotham. what I thought. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, it's him. Yeah. Well, I thought, and then I've written here, yeah. I was wrong. He was from Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Bloodline, though. Have you seen Bloodline? I haven't watched Bloodline yet. That is on my Netflix queue to watch Bloodline. He's in Bloodline. He's very good in that. Were there any other? I have. I had actually IMDb twice on this. Yeah, I got the um, <laughs> um, Detective Kinney, the girl from Orange Is New Black, uh-huh. Crazy Eyes. I, not that I watched that, but my wife watches it, so I know it. Well, I knew it was her as well straight away. She's okay. got a quite distinctive look, but I just had to double check. Uz- Uzo Abuda is her name. Which my, one, yeah. which one was he showing? She was the um, child, the, the child, 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 child protection. Okay, child yeah. Protection. Yep. Detective Kinney was her name, though. So she was yep. obviously some sort of law. I, th- I, I think they just call them. That's what they do. Yeah, that's the, the technical name for it. It's much easier for mm. the plot lines. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I had my phone uh, charging while this movie was on. I actually watched it in full without checking. What? Oh wow! It was. Uh, uh, I don't know why I was on flat, but it's I had to charge it. Definitely It definitely. But straight away, as soon as it finished, I jumped on, and my, my first look was to the writer and director and see what else they'd done. Yeah, good. Um, the other one I looked at, and this one I was like, okay, because I, I thought I got the last one wrong. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I thought I got this. I was like, I, get one right. I need to confirm that I know this one's right. So when Carolyn's husband arrives back from wherever he's been, yep. I was like, okay, I know that guy. I'm like, lost. He's in Lost. Yeah, My he favorite is. TV show of all time. He's in Lost. <laughs> Looked it up. I'm like, yes, bang. He's the um, the guy who's meant to be bringing Kate back to um, yes. America from yes, Australia. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and he ends up getting that shrapnel wound. Yeah. Um, he's also in Supernatural. Yeah. Fun fact. Another good fun fact. So that, that was a, yeah, I had to, yeah. I just needed to make sure that I got one right. <laughs> so got but I've got two right. I, yeah. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I actually got two right. So I should be, um, I think you need some lessons on IMDb. You, and you, how didn't to have, you didn't have to do the second one, did you? No, nah, <laughs> I did. Well, I did. I did just to feel good about myself. Um, were there any other scenes that really stood out that we want to chat about? Um, I guess, what do you, what was yours guys take on the ending, the gravity scene? So I've got I've got that in my theme, so I'm happy to talk about that now because yeah. I, I feel like the the whole gravity scene was yeah it's about holding on to life and holding on mm. to what you're doing because obviously we saw that at the start when um when Nico that, Nico leaves and she's holding oh just when before that he first leaves happened, I was yeah like, what, that was going like on, a yeah. supernatural movie yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. holding on to the back of the van and she's sort of elevating and she doesn't let go of that van and comes back mm. down um, and then we saw that a couple of times throughout the film so they had um, her and 
so um, they had a chat in the park when they're yeah, lying there yeah, with they're the kid. they in the park talking about it. Yeah, they're talking about the park. About and About if they'd hold on. Yeah, and there's like a comment, they're like, thank God there's gravity. Um, yeah. And then obviously we see that in the final scene where uh, Margot float, floats through the trees and it's like she's almost ready to just keep going but then she yeah. grabs onto yeah. that branch because and, and it's back on because in the park she tells to her that she wouldn't hold on mm-hmm. because she's got nothing left kind of exactly. to live for on this wife or she's got nothing to be here for exactly. that, that she would just want to take her yeah, yeah. But, but now like now she's got something to live for she doesn't let go because she wants to look out for Tallulah as well yeah she's it's explicit Character yeah. development, isn't very it? explicit. Like, having said, I that, liked it too. I really I, liked it. I didn't like that that scene. I mean, I, oh. I, 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 oh, I thought it was a great way I to end. Once you're emotionally drawn in, if yeah. you're emotionally drawn in, it's nice. Yeah. But I agree, it's like super predictable. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I understand and agree completely everything that was that was happening with it. How she's, you know, she's got this new perspective on life. You know, mm. her son's back in life. She cares for Tulua. But I think I thought that was already like you already knew that before that scene. I just thought it was a bit of a corny way to finish well the last thing you see is she just says to Tula I'm gonna help you out yeah, we'll yeah. and then we didn't see anything else so to, yeah. it was nice to know that okay because we didn't see Tula again so we didn't know what actually happened to her so it was really nice to it know almost that, doesn't matter does it that, because, but it was nice yeah. to know that she's gonna hang on mm. to that branch because she's gonna be there for Tula whereas we don't know what actually happens so we don't know if she gets locked up we don't know if she's yeah. I guess from that I always kind of thought when she says that says oh I'm gonna help you the best way I can I just thought, oh, well, she's going to be there for her now. I didn't even see her grabbing onto that branch because I already thought that, I guess, in my in my perspective of it. So I didn't like seeing that end scene. But I can also see why it is appealing. It was quite moving, to, people. to be honest. It, yeah. is, it was very predictable. Mm. I it think was, as soon as she said, yeah. I wouldn't hang on to him, like, there's going to be something where... Mm. I, I thought Margot's character development was probably the best. And I don't know if that's because Alice and Jenny just knocked out of the park. But at the very start, I kind of pitied her as a character. When her turtle died... Yeah. I was like, this this bloody lady's got nothing going on for her. And it was the flashbacks with Nico that made me care for her even more. But by the end, um, she was like, she was so in control at the end with that like real loving, caring, and stable maternal, paternal, whatever you want to call it, maternal figure yeah. to this family where she wasn't like an hour earlier. And I love that. I, I believe that character development really well. And I liked throughout the film that it wasn't just like an A to B development. Like she nah. had things throughout the film that brought she her fell back, down. back. So yeah, ups and downs. really, really good one for me was, um, there was a scene where she's got those red shoes out mm-hmm. and she's just about to go to her talk for a book. And her book is obviously about how good marriage is. Yeah. And we, we as an audience know her marriage is screwed. Yeah. But she brings out those red shoes, decides not to put them on. So the, the next cut is her walking down the street with those horrible yeah. shoes. So she doesn't wear those red shoes. And then the next scene that we see, she pulls the red shoes out. She struggles down the lift to the, mm-hmm. to the um, foyer of the, the apartment block to say, hey, to the bellboy, come up and have a glass of wine with me. And that goes horribly as well. So it was nice to see throughout that you've got these these scenes where it's not like up 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 yay we're there it's like up down up down but up, even down, with her and Tallulah like it was up mm. down like mm. you see the scene where she comes home with all the paint there and she loses it <laughs> yeah. but then all of a sudden they're back to it she starts doing but there were so yeah. many situations like that where and, and I like that I like that it wasn't just so yeah, she was really up and down yeah and so, hey she was doing well and then she was rock bottom and it felt real it, it did. And it was good too because like it wasn't just things that we've seen throughout the film because when they're in that park, that gravity scene in the middle, like Tallulah asked her, what was your plan? Like, she's like I wanted to be a mum. I wanted to be married. Mm. And then she's like, you know, um, it just never worked out for her. Those life plans as well. So it's not like it's just, you know, it's been happening for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Um, which I thought was cool. And, you know, that led to Tallulah being like, you know, people suck. They disappoint you. And I feel like that was a really important sort of thing throughout where you know, Talor didn't think she she was needed in life. Yeah, but towards the end, T- she's T- needed. was such a good character. She was a great, such great character. character. Mm. Um, Ellen Page has that inherent charm about her. So even though Talor was so messed up, something about her. You still, you still root for her. You do, don't always, you? always. So this film's obviously talking a lot about parenthood, about the right to be a parent or the idea of being a parent, because. In the film, definitely the right to be a parent. Yeah, mm. most most of the characters we see in the film, they're not very good parents. No, at all. Um, to their paternal children, I guess is probably the best mm. way to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you say Margot's not good to Nico, um, Carolyn's not good to uh, Maddie, but the stories of Tallulah's parents. The story of Tallulah's <laughs> parents, but Tallulah and Margot are pretty good with with that's this kid that's not actually their own. 
And um, yeah, you're right. so I thought it was a, it's a good one because it was like almost these two needed each other to prove that, hey, we are good people. We can be good. There are, there are good parents in the world. You mm. can be a good parent. It's just yeah. a matter of working together and if making sure. If you want to be a good parent yeah, as well, you, to, you can. Yeah. I, I guess the thing with Caroline was that she didn't really seem to have an interest in being a good parent. Mm. Whereas kind of Tulua and then Margot to Madison, they wanted to be good parents. And Tulua made that, she made a comment throughout where she was like, um, you know, she never had anyone to ask any questions. Whereas mm. Margot is like this person that she can be like, she can bounce off, she can say things and then she'll be like, you're being ridiculous. Yeah. When they're doing that scene with the blender. She's like, turn that noise off. What's going on? She's yeah. like, I'm going to sell some lemonade. Yeah. I'm going to make some money. It's like, she, she never had anyone to say, say no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, well that's what we're going to do. I thought that was good. Mm. Um, there's a lot of loneliness in this film too. I think, yeah, it yeah. comes down to like connection and disconnection. Yeah. So you basically these disconnected people who are finding connection. Um, and that helps them see the world differently and helps them develop and, and everything that we saw. But yeah, so much about connection. And yeah. there's a big thing for me was abandonment yeah. in this film. So Tua was abandoned by her mother as a child. Tua is abandoned by Nico. Patty's mother abandons her like for a date, but I think she's kind of been more... She's been abandoned emotionally in general by the mother. Mm-hmm. And then Margaret was abandoned by her husband as well. Just a lot of abandonment and trying to, I guess, resolve issues of that. And then there was a line where they said, um, horrible things people do to not be lonely. Yeah. yeah. So like all of these people, they're, they've been abandoned, they've been mm-hmm. left behind, but they're willing to do these things to make sure that they're not alone because to them... That's, that's really important is they're not mm. abandoned because that's what they felt their whole life. They yeah. need to make sure that they've got some connection with someone. So, mm. you know, even um, towards the end, Niku comes in to the hospital. We haven't seen him the whole film pretty much, but he comes in and comes up with a lie to yeah. back up to Lula. So she's she's got someone there who's yeah. actually there to look out for mm. her, even though this guy's left her. So I thought that was great yeah. when he came back. Yeah. And it, was, it was a good scene, him making that cover story for her. Yeah. It was good. Are we ready for me to talk about water? I was just going to ask. Uh, <laughs> I think we're at water. I've been waiting for 35 minutes for Jesse to talk about water. Okay. I'm ready to talk about water. So like I said at the start, the the word Tallulah, it's a Native American word, which means leaping water. Leaping water. So that's that's where we're at. Leaping. Okay. So without looking at Tallulah before, I would not have picked up on any of this stuff. So because I knew that, I was like, okay, I'm going to look at all the water references. So that's as I was watching the film, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so... To me, water in this film, it's not only a cleansing thing, it's but it, cleansing. yeah, it's like a cleansing thing, but it's an escape. It's an escape for characters when things get bad, yeah? So at the start, they're sitting in the van, Tallulah and Nico, and he talks. she's talking about wanting to go to India, and he's like, we'll drive underwater across the ocean. It's like an escape. We can get away from the life that we're in. Um, and then literally we cut, once we've seen um, Margot, the first scene we see is the fish tank. Mm. And... We don't know what's in there. And then she kills the turtle. So the turtle is like this thing in the water that the water is bringing her. Like it's, it's a thing that's, it's trapping her a little bit. Um, you know, as soon as Tallulah meets Carolyn with the baby, the Carolyn's like, I want you to take my kid swimming. What a random piece of dialogue, but to say, Hey, this is, this is a scene for you to be like, you can, this is you taking on my child. You're going swimming with my kid. And then the next scene we see her washing her face in the water. She's like cleansing her face and it's like, okay, I'm going to take this kid on because then the next scene, she's in the bathtub with the kid. So this water is this connecting thing between these characters, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, and the escape, like you spoke about as well, every time. So then like, the next thing we see in water in, this, in the film is where Margot is in the bathtub with the divorce papers. And I thought that was a really iconic scene. She's got the divorce papers and you just slowly see the papers getting covered in water and then they slowly float away towards her feet. Um, you know, it's, it's like her, like, saying, I'm not ready for this yet. Whereas as the film goes on, we saw that, that you know, that was progressing. Um, and then, obviously, towards the end of the film, we see um, Tallulah take the baby down to the docks That's where they've the got end. that nice view of New York City. Um, and, you know, Nico's like, dive in, swim away. Um, and, you know, it's like that dream sequence where she does go in the water and, and drive away. It's an escape, isn't it? But it's an escape. It's an exactly escape. And then we see her actually take Maddie down to the water at the end. Um and you know, imagines jumping in that water that need to be free. So I thought that whole there was all these things of water throughout, which I was like, oh, that was really cool, really really cool. That's fantastic. And I would not, really I would, good. I would yeah, not, I'm... I would not have picked up on any of that if I didn't actually work out what that word meant at the start. So that's her name is like. It's an awesome point. That's great stuff, Jesse. It's really good. Google that because I, I oh. hope, I hope no one else has done that because I, yeah, I promise I, I wrote that all myself. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Uh, that, that is very good, mate. That is a real good take. 
so yeah, so this whole water thing is about you know escape and 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 cleansing from from that life and moving forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's my my time on air. What do we what what do we take from this film? Because I I've, I think from what I've said, you can probably tell that I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I kind of wish the story had have been told under more simple circumstances. Like I loved the character journey, and I love that the three protagonists. I love the journey that they all went on, but. I hated that it took this like national crime story for them to reach their potential. Like it, it literally took them stealing a child for them to get there. And that's just me because I really do like, I like simple characters. I like everyday life stuff where they develop like that. And, and I really like these characters, but I wish it didn't have to be such a big thing for them to get there. I, mm. I, you know, I like it when it's a small thing and everyone's in their yeah. own bubble. But And that's like, that's what leaves me worried at the end of the film is that she's done this crime and we don't know what the consequences of that crime are. And, you know, if it wasn't such a big thing, like you've said, maybe, yeah. Yeah. felt a bit more comfortable at the end about where she's going to be. And even with Carolyn, I hate that it took... A child losing missing. Losing a child. Like, I wish it was something smaller because I would have... W- it would have resonated more with me. As I said, I love, I love a simple everyday character and a simple everyday story that doesn't have to happen on a big stage. That's why I love the fundamentals of caring. Yeah. Because it was a small stage. It meant a lot to these people in their lives. Yeah. But that's a that's a nitpick. That's I love the film. Hate off. Mm. Um, oh yeah, look, look I, as I said before, I think for me the, the first hour or so was a bit slow and boring for my liking. Um, but to that, to that point, you said that earlier. Do you think that the first hour made you enjoy that final half hour because it, 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 it absolutely yes yeah. that, that that real th- that last 30, 40 minutes I really enjoyed and yeah it probably enjoyed it more because I wasn't a fan of the first hour. Um, but I mean that I that. that Let's not that take that away from the fact. But that I mean, it, it set the base. Like you, you learn about the characters enough to care about the ending. That's sort of yeah. What I'm, I'm not even sure if I cared about the ending. I just really enjoyed okay. it. Yep. Just the the watching of the ending. I just thought it was a great end end sequence, and sure. just really yeah. enjoyed that. Okay. Um, but I mean, it was a couple of great acting performances, which you know I love watching a great acting performance, and there was two really good. You did say that in our teaser. Episode. I did. I yeah. I'm I'm more than happy to watch great acting, and there was two really great acting performances from the two main actresses. Arguably is, three. Is, yeah. it, is, I, is that the same lady from I, Tonya? Alison Janney, is that yes. it? Yes, 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 yes. She was amazing in I, Tonya. I don't know mm. if any of you have seen I, Tonya, but... She's good in everything oh, she does. She's mm. fantastic in that. Liberal arts. She's yeah, very yeah. good in liberal arts with Josh Radner. Oh, crazy. Um, I think the thing that, like, I really like this film, but I do like a film with a good, feel-good ending, and I didn't walk, I didn't finish this film having, like, that uplifting no. moment at all. I, I was like, oh... Mm. It didn't... Yeah, I agree. It didn't leave me on like a upbeat sort of thing. I was like, Ugh. not that it was negative. No, not that it was a it was a dull or a, a negative ending. But it um, you're right, and it didn't. Yeah, yeah, there was something missing a little bit there. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think you know, and this is I, I think this film could have been alright on the big screen. Definitely. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of any sort of emotional connection or emotional journey you go on in the cinema yeah. is better. You know, sitting in the dark on the big screen, mm. completely engrossed. You don't jump on your phone. There's no one else bothering you. No one knocks on your door or anything like that. No. So, have you got any? I've got a few questions about this film. What have, What have you guys got for us? I've my my more question is what What do we think uh, Tula got in court? Because <laughs> I've done some research on the uh, just, I don't know, on the New York sure. New York City sentencing. Which I do like a bit of that what? research. Wow. What? Quite hard to uh, to find the definitive answers, but so in I reckon York, you're, you're getting checked out now while you're googling it as well. You're like, this, there's a weird activity on this in, computer in New York. So yeah, I was googling kind of New York City kidnapping, kidnapping sentences yeah. and punishments. Yeah, you're never getting back into the states. <laughs> there'll be there'll, you, you can either you can get probation anywhere between two and ten years. You can get a fine anywhere between ten and fifty k, which you wouldn't have been able to pay. Oh, if they sold some of the oh, yeah, the, the, the stuff in or, the, the apartment, or any or anywhere between five and twenty five years in prison. Whew. This is really like so you can get anything from you can probation get to probation twenty five years. <laughs> Good research, and I, I well, it, it it really is just based on yeah. kind of where you're at because. Also, it was hard because a lot of the stuff I was researching are talking about when one parent kidnaps the child from the other parent and oh, there's yeah, been a custody yeah. split, sure yeah. which was hard to then differentiate. But I, I see, going back to what I thought before was when in the, the last one, the detective says to her how I thought he was kind of like saying, you know, hey, I, no, you I, thought I see he what you did. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think he helps her out and she gets probation. 
I think he I think he helps her out in court and, get, and she only gets probation. Good question. I mean, to be honest, this was like headline mm. news significant. She yeah. literally yeah. stole a baby for another person for like a week. But why wasn't she caught if it was all over the news? <laughs> the detective said the FBI was going to yeah. be involved. Why wasn't she caught so quickly? I reckon she's in jail for a little bit at least. Yeah. I, I, I really liked um, Margot. Why, why wasn't Alice and Jenny walking around with her at the end? <laughs> yeah, I, well, Alison, I liked Margot. Her comment on parenthood was like, they grow up and they hate you. So, <laughs> this kid that, you know, we're arguing about how long she's going to get in jail for, that kid's going to hate this woman for taking away from her mother at the end of the day, I think. Because I can't see her having anything to do with that child from you. No, no, not at all. Like, not, 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 the, not, no, there's, no there's, chance. Even though she cared for that child, she looked out for that kid, there's no chance that she's going to have anything to do with this kid. So There'd be a restraining order, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> there would be, because I can't see that um, Carolyn character being like, oh, I think oh, you, you know what, yeah, you yeah. did a good thing. Yeah, yeah Not going to happen. Um, the other thing like I really liked was, well, I didn't really like, but I thought they're in that, um, they went over to um, Nico's dad's place for dinner, and they're sitting there with his new gay partner, and they're talking about all these kids that they want to adopt from, you know, mm-hmm. Asia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I just thought it was really, I don't know if this, you guys picked up on this, but I thought it was like really a good contrast where they're talking about all these kids overseas that need help. And then at the table in front of them, they've got these two kids that need just as much help, much help there, <laughs> just as much help right in there, right in there, right in their home sitting there. And it's like these black, why did take on males in general? Uh, it, everything about every male character in this film is critiqued in a, in a poor way. My last sort of thing, do you think Carolyn's behavior was the only reason to Lula kidnap the baby? Uh, I feel like you're going to go into this. The only reason. No, no, I just just, just thought it was an interesting thing. I'm like looking at it going, okay, is the only reason that she took that kid in the end? Because I feel like she hesitated about taking that kid. I think, I think, yes, her behavior is the only reason. She was, she would have just robbed Caroline if it wasn't for the baby. And then when she sees, I guess, how bad a mother she is and this kid's in trouble, she decides to to take her, but I don't think there's any other reason behind taking. I agree. That's definitely the taking the baby. I I felt that she saw herself in that kid, and she's like, I got left by my mother, who cared nothing for me, wanted nothing to do with me, dumped me at this place. This mum is almost dumping this child every night. I want to take this kid so it has a better yeah, a better chance. Yeah. She was saying, yes, she did take it because of the way that. The mother treated her. The way Tallulah's mother treated her. Okay. So she I, saw... I it's a mixed that. up. It's yes, definitely yeah. the sole, the sole yeah. reason she does yeah. it. She doesn't yeah. just go in there and think, you yeah. know what? Yeah. yeah, she's not going into the hotel thinking, I'm going to steal a baby. No, no, not no, at all. No, no, no. But yeah. she sees those... I feel like she sees those actions and then mm. relates them to her own life yeah. and then that leads which to that. Which we don't know about yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah, which we did not. But yeah. obviously on reflection, you look yeah, back yeah. at that and say, oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Anything else from this film? I... My dog didn't bark. Good. But there was a dog in the park near the end when Alice and Janie was walking around. <laughs> yes. And he kind of started to notice <laughs> and get up, but, but it, it left the scene pretty quickly. But he, he slept pretty soundly through this film. Good. All right. Well, I want to talk about what I've given because I really like this film. Um, we've had some pretty ordinary films lately, so it was really nice to get a film that sort of made me feel a bit upbeat about it's the reason um, that you watch that films yeah it does to make starting it, to lose sight of that yeah definitely and it was really tough for me to rate this one because I've looked okay I've gone Beast of No Nation and we've had The Fundamentals of Caring which I thought have both been pretty two pretty good films yep. and I was like where do I rate this film because um, you know they were, I really enjoyed both of those and I really did enjoy this one but um, I'm going to have this a little bit lower than those two so I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five um I thought the acting performances were great. I really liked the the water theme. <laughs> um, I liked it. I'm, I'm thinking about bumping it up a little bit. <laughs> I really like the water theme. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Peter? Um, yeah, look, I obviously didn't like this movie as much um, as you did. It, it, it wasn't an amazing movie, but it wasn't an awful movie. I just thought it was just a, just a good average movie. Um, the first hour or so for me was a bit of a snooze fest, but the last half hour really picked up as the story reached its conclusion. Had a couple of great acting performances in it. Um, for me, just a, just a normal average movie. I gave it two and a half out of five. Average half. It's good. Mm. MJ. I enjoyed it. Um, it had heart. It had fantastic performances. And by the end, it was really quite moving. I wish the guts of the story didn't involve something as significant as stealing a baby to aid character development, which I spoke about. But it wasn't a blocker for me, um, and I was still drawn in, for, uh, drawn in from the, the clear buy-in from Alan Page and Alice and Janney and 
similar to you, Jesse, three and a half stars. Good. So, yeah. Hater, what does that give us as an average? Oh, so work out my calculator. Here we go. Uh, 3.17. 3. That That's was really five. quick. Your calculator is amazing. <laughs> so Absolutely what? amazing. I'm looking at a big 3.17 on Hater's sheet of paper that he wrote down prior to us <laughs> Three, so that all gives, these people who thought I was geniuses obviously had to work out that's the decimal point average you've just ruined it you just said all these people who thought I was geniuses <laughs> yeah fair enough, fair enough you've really lost them now so that puts it third in our um, ranking so far which, which yeah not too bad um, which I feel like yeah, not bad so obviously we're on social media we've, we've plugged this every episode so far and we'll continue to do we so we'll continue to do so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Flicks Forum um, we really 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 appreciate the feedback on there please get on there this week to look at our question of the week as usual haven't um, informed my co-hosts about oh, be good. this question this question's I've saved this one this is a good one so Nico's dad he says at one stage in the film or the one scene we see him in the film he says if I had to live my life again I would make the same mistakes only sooner so is life just one mis- mistake that we learn from yeah, that was such a slap in the face wasn't it like oh. that was the rudest oh. thing he could have said oh. Oh. he's basically saying that you're a mistake Stay and I wish I had done it quicker reach across the oh. table and Bang. slap him for that shocker so I think that's that, that could lead to some good stuff very so. good that's a very good question no? so please get on there give us some responses to that question as usual please subscribe we are on Spotify we are on Apple Podcasts give us five star ratings share us with your friends do what you can yeah, don't have to give us five star ratings no. If you don't no, think no, we're no, five stars, no, but they do. If they don't, I'd be think very we're, surprised if you didn't think we yeah, were. Give us five. If, if you don't like us, just give us five stars anyway, and then mm. just send us a message. And, and if you think it's a mistake, <laughs> then maybe you should have made it quicker. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we're going to be looking at the 2016 drama film XOXO. XO. This one is I'm putting it as one of my favorites of all time. No, I don't know. We'll see how we go. I'm really looking I don't forward know to anything it. about this film. It's going to be interesting. The title, um, the title doesn't give much away. It though. doesn't at all. I feel like it's going to be about kisses and hugs. So uh, it's directed by Christopher Louis, uh, starring Sarah Hyland. So, uh, I'm pretty sure she's from Modern, Modern Family. Family yeah. Yeah. Uh, Graham Phillips, Brett DeBono, and Hayley Kiyoko. So please get on to Netflix, watch this film before our next episode, and um, join in on our discussion. As usual, this one's been, been a pretty long one. Yeah. <laughs> we, had a, we had a good chat. Thank you, boys. Thanks, mate. It's that's been right. Fun. That, that was a bit delayed, but that's yeah. right. No, it wasn't true. You was, was that your sign off, or you got more to say? No, I don't know. I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Thank you, mate. Always. Thanks, thanks for having us on, and we'll see you guys next Bye. week. See you then. See you, boys. <laughs> <laughs>